The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Yudet. Today's daf is being studied in the Nishmat of Raham ben Esther. Ruwa Hashem Tenihanu Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in the Fuash Shilema Yosef ben Sarah. Nachamim ben Adel and Sarah Bat Rachel. Enna Lefana Lahim. Betoch She'ar Chole Amo Yisrael. Amen. We begin today's daf on Yudhet Amud Sheni, and we are six lines from the bottom, starting from the words Tanur Banan. Tanur Banan, we have a Braita. In Emanim Nefoslo, Tevre Rabbi Meir, Vachamim Omrim Neemanim. We learned in the Mishnah on yesterday's daf that Aidim that were Mekayim Ashtar. That they said that their signature is their signature. And therefore they established the validity of the shtar. So our Mishnah said they have an imanut to say what? That they signed it under duress. For example, we learned, you could say that they were anusim mahmat nefashot. That let's say they were under uh, the pressure of pikuach nefesh. And therefore they have a neemanut. Which means based on the rule that says a pesha asar, a tir, which means they themselves validated the star with their own testimony, and now they're able to uproot their uh, testimony. They're the ones that validated. They're the ones that are able to invalidate by saying that what that they signed under duress. Now they're able to say nefashot because that does not make them nishaim, right? That does not make them uh, wicked. Which means if they would have said the mamon, we signed under. So therefore, they're saying that they signed under uh, pressure for money. So therefore, Amishnah came along and said, Ne'emanim, they have a Ne'emanut. So the Bimi'ir, in this B'raitah, is arguing against the opinion of our Mishnah. Because the Bimi'ir says, En Ne'emanim Ne'poslo. They are not believed. Which is, even if they came along and said, Mahmat Ne'fashot, there is no Ne'emanut. V'achamim umrim Ne'emanim. However, the Hachamim come along and say, they indeed are Ne'eman. Comes Gemara and says, Bishlama l'Rabbanan ki ta'mayu. We understand the logic of the rabbis based on the reasoning that we said, Shapesh asar u'apeshetir. Which means they're able to come along and osir deshtar by saying that this is our signatures. So the same mouth that's able to be osir deshtar is able to be matir deshtar. Which means according to one shita, you're even allowed to say a pesha, a sad, a pesha, even in the case where they're making themselves rishaim. Even in the case where they come along and say, we signed mahmat, mamon, because there was pressure, monetary pressure put on us. But if you say the sevrat, a pesha, a sad, a pesha, according to one version at least that we learned yesterday, the Rami Bar it would be, Permissible. However, the Gemara says, "Ela Rabbi Meir, my Tama. What's the logic of Rabbi Meir? Why doesn't he say that you can? Uh, why, why, why can't? Why if they were Mikayim to start? Why can't they come along and also say that, that they signed under pressure? What's the problem of Rabbi Meir?" <coughs> Gemara says, "Bishlama 
פסולי עדות, מלווה גופי מעיקרה מדג דאיק ומחתים. Which means, I understand in a case where let's say, they come along and they sign the star, and they come along and they make the star, and then they come along and say, but listen, we were פסולי עדות. We were uh, pasul, we were uh, gamblers, we were related to the uh, litigants over here. I understand the bimir. I can explain the bimir why I'll say they have no name manut. Why? Because a malveh, before he has a star written, the Gemara says, Medag dayik umachtim. He investigates his witnesses before he signs a star. Mm-hmm. So then we give a manut to the malveh. So these guys cannot come along and say, hey, listen, you know, we signed it, we agree. Hapesha asar. And then Napeshitir, but we're telling you, listen, the star's worthless because we were Pesulim. Now, you have no name Manut for that, according to Bimir. That we can understand that case. Because there's a side to say that Malveh that writes the star is going to be careful to make sure his witnesses are uh, valid. So he wants to get paid. So therefore, he's not going to let any uh, you know, guys, relatives, gamblers, and stuff like that sign the star. Kitanim Nameh. Or even in the case where, let's say, they were Mekayim the star, then they came along and said, yeah, but when we signed it, we were Kitanim. We can understand the logic of Rabbi Meir. We can understand why he's going to say there's no Ne'emanut. Why? Can Rabbi Shimon ben Akish? Like Rabbi Shimon ben Akish, she said, Amar, Shlakish, Hazaka, En ha'idim hotmim ala shtar, Ela imken na'asa begadol. Which means, Aidim uh, are not going to sign on the shtar, Unless everybody involved are uh, gedolim, what does it mean? Begadol meaning the the buyer is a gadol, the seller is a gadol, which means uh, everybody in the star usually has to be involved gedolim, and therefore we have a hazaka as well that a malveh is not going to make a star unless he knows his witnesses are gedolim as well. So therefore that claim that he comes along and says after the witnesses, I understand why he's not believed. Ela anusim but why can't they believe when they say we're Anus? What happened to Apesh Asar? Apesh Yitir according to Rabbi Meir. Which means they signed the star. They come along and say, yeah, that's our signatures. Good, so Rabbi Meir the star. That's Apesh Asar. And then they come along and say, what do you want? We want the duress. So why, according to Rabbi Meir, you don't have an Emun? Which I understand why you don't have an Emun to come along and say you're a Pasul. Because the Malvez, Medak, Dayik, Vahatim. I understand why you don't have an Ayat to say, an Emun to say Kitanim. Because again, Hadakah, everybody that's involved in the transaction, we have to assume that they are Gedolim. So comes the Gemara and answers. Amar Abrazda, Kasavar, Rabbi Meir, Edim, She'amru Lahem, Hitmu, Shekir, Ve'al Taharogu, he holds, which is an interesting shita, that they told them, sign your name over here falsely, otherwise we're going to kill you. So he says, they should die and not sign falsely. Which means, even in the case of Nefeshot, where they come along and say Nefeshot, it's making themselves Resha'im. And we said a rule that Ein Adam Mesimit Atzmor Asha, which means really what? You have to die for that. Now, and I mean at least the Gemaraz knows that this is not one of the one of the Arig Valiyavors, but it's assuming that people in general will die before uh, they uh, sign their names falsely. At least that's the perception. So therefore, in their minds, that's considered an accepted practice, and therefore. The Gemara is saying they don't have a name Anu because in their minds it's considered a shout to come and sign a, uh, a star knowing that it is falsely, even if they're going to be threatened by their lives. So if a Kutribi Miri has no name Anu, 
the Gemara's logic is because when the witness comes and says, Yes, that's our signature, but we were forced by uh, death. Now that's making yourself a Rasha. Because there's, 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 there's a Shita out there, at least accepted in the world, not in the Halakha. In the world that what? People will not sign a star, even if their life is on, they'll, they'll say, I'm going to be a Hasid. And I'll, uh, I'm willing to give up my life. It's, it's like making themselves a Rasha, and therefore they don't have a Demanut. Now the Gemara comes along and asks the obvious question. If they would have came and asked us the question, Rabbi, they're threatening our life. Should we sign the star? What would you have told them? We would tell them, go sign the star and don't die. She's only three things that stand in front of Pikuah Nefit. And that's what? What should we have with that? Gilu Yarayot, that's immorality, and Shifikud Damim is murder. Which means, in this case over here now, you're going to tell me, if they signed, if they would come and ask us, we would tell them, you don't have to sign. Which means, you could, I'm sorry, sign, and you don't have to give up your life. So now that they signed, are we going to tell them, hey, what did you sign for? Of course not. And therefore, I cannot accept this answer. Really, it's not making themselves a rasha. So therefore, back to the question. Why, according to me, don't you say, a don't tell me, because they're making themselves a rasha, because they should have given up their lives. You don't have to give up your lives for such a... Uh, so the Bimi'ir's reason is following Ravuna. What is the case of Modeh Bishtar Shiketavo? Let's say you have the Love. That's the uh, the borrower. So the one that borrowed the money. So he comes along and says, bishtar, that it's, I agree to the shtar, that it's not mizuyaf. Meaning it's not a forged shtar. Indeed, I did borrow the money. And sarikh lekayimu. Which is once already the love himself is modeh. That the shtar is a legal shtar. So now already you do not have to even validate the witnesses. Which means, there's no bigger validation than that. The Lovay himself is saying, I'm telling you that I, uh, I did borrow the money over here. That therefore, the star is good, even without being became the star from a different place. Now, in this case over here, when the star is Mikuyam, I'll be the Lovay, we don't say, which means in this case over here, the Lovay is saying two things. He's saying the star is valid, but I paid it. In this case of a Loveh, we don't say Hapesh Shasad, Hapesh Shetir. Why not? What's the logic? Why shouldn't you say that? We always say the seven Hapesh Shasad, Hapesh Shetir. He's saying it's valid, but I paid it. So no, the, the difference over here is because we have a Sevarat to say, if you paid it, why is the Malveh still holding the Shtar? Which means normally when a guy pays the Shtar, he gets back the Shtar and he rips it up. If you really paid it, you would not have let the Malveh still hold on to this start of it. So that's a, that speaks very loudly. So therefore there's no Sevara of the Pesha, Sara Peshiti, when the Loveh makes such a claim. Oh, so the Bimi'ir is learning the case, his case that he said of Edim, uh, that were Mikayim Ishtar, they don't have a Ne'imanu to come along and say that we were Anusim. He says, we're talking about a case over here where uh, the Loveh, was Modeh Bishtar. And he came along and said, I paid. And then Edim came along and said, What? We were Anusim. 
So since over there you don't need their kiyum, so if you don't have a pesha outside a peshetir. Again, right, once the novel comes along and says, I, I owe this money. Yes, this uh, star is okay, finished. Now I don't need the idims, the testimony that uh, we wrote this star. We don't need the kiyum. Therefore, you don't have a logic to say a pesha asar, a peshetir. So that's the case of the bimir. The bimir is the case where what the novel came first and said, yes, I, uh, the star is valid, it's not mizuyaf, but I don't know the money. Okay, we're not going to believe the Noveh, the Gabe, what he says, I don't know the money. But we're going to believe what he says, that well, the star is a good star. Now Adim come along and say, uh, that's our uh, signatures. We don't need you for that already. Your signatures are already validated from what the Noveh said. Now they come along and say, well, Anusim Ayinu. Well, Anusim Ayinu, we don't believe on Anusim Ayinu. You don't, you're not working now with a case of Hapesh Shasad, Hapesh Shasad. So therefore, Meir is following Ravuna that says the Noveh can validate the star, and that was the case. That's why the Adim do not have a Nehmanu. Now the Gemara analyzes this case. Gufa. Amaravuna Amarav Modeh Bishtar Sheketavo, which means you have a love. That's Modeh the star that he wrote it. Ela, what is he saying? He's saying I paid it and Sarik the Kayemo. The Malveh does not have to validate it, it's considered validated already. Amarnachman. So who made this statement over here? Ravuna said in the name of Rav. So Rav Nachman goes and tells Ravuna. Ganuve Ganube la Malach. What are you stealing over here? Which means you're saying this law on your own. You should have really said that this is subject to a mahloket between Rabbi Meir and Hakamim. Let me just learn that this mahloket Rabbi Meir and Hakamim, Ne'eman and not Ne'eman. And what was the case talking about they were arguing on? Where the Lovay came along and said, the star is a star, and now the witnesses come along and say that what anusim ainu. So we had a machlokin to be meir and hakamim, and what's that depending on? It, obviously, the machlokin hinges on this dean of Ravuna. Do you say modeh b'shtar shiketavo? Do you need to make a uh, validation or not? So all of a sudden, Ravuna Marav comes along and says it on his own. So the Ravuna says, "Hey, what are you, are you, are you stealing the alakot? This is really say what it is. Say it's a machlokin to be meir and hakamim. Don't come along now and plagiarize the laga." In your own name, so it comes to Gemara and says, "Isvir alakir be meir, em alakir be meir." Well, obviously you hold alakir be meir, because you're holding what that is a validation. So just say, "Amar Ravuna, Amar Rav, halakha alakir be meir." Why are you saying it in your own name? So Amar le, so Ravuna tells Rav Nachman, "Umor hechisvir ale." He says, uh, "What do you hold, by the way, in this uh, subject?" Amar le, so he tells him. When a case like this comes in front of us uh, to the Beddin, and uh, they didn't bring, let's say, Adim to Mikayim the Shtar, Amrin al I tell them, we tell them, Zilu Kaimush Taraihu Vihotu Lidina. Go validate your star, and then you can go have your uh, deen. Which means, unless you validate it, even if the Lovek comes along and says, No, the star is uh, a good star, we don't believe him. Which is, Nachman is posek like Hakamim. That old what? That even if the Lovek comes along and says, The star is a star, that's not a validation. Therefore, if somebody comes to the bed team with a star, what do we tell them? Go validate it. The Lovek comes and says, No, no, I'm telling you that the star is illegal. I, 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 borrowed, the, I, I borrowed the money. Means nothing. Go validate your star and go get paid. So therefore, you see, Rav Nachman held like the shita of the Hakamim. Comes again. Quran continues. Amar Rav Yudah Marav. New case. No, he's coming. No. Yeah, yeah. The Levites come and say the star is a star, but I paid. 
So according to Hakamim, that's not even valid such a uh, claim. We don't even believe the star is a star. You need to be kayimit according to the Adim. Is Abimir will say, no, we believe that the star is a star, but we don't believe what he says that he paid, because what is the Mazda holding the uh, star for? And then that's the Mahalok, that's good. So Amar of Yehuda Amar of New Case. Haomer Shetar Amana Uze Enone Eman. Now, what is the star Amana? Literally, amana is a start of trust. Which means like this. You have a star that was written by the Love. He wants to borrow money. But he didn't borrow the money yet. He wrote a star. Gave it to the uh, Malve. The Malve is holding a star that says, technically so and so owes me this amount of money and so on and so forth. But he never lent it to him. But he's just holding the star in his hand, for in the event that the loan will come to fruition, the start is ready, and uh, he'll uh, use it to, 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 uh, to make the transaction. So it's called the start amana, which means they trust each other. You do the trust the malveh that you're not going to take the start and say, hey, pay me my money. So now the malveh takes out a start, right? So the edim are, are trusted, to, or actually they're not trusted, to come along and say, but that start over there, we signed it. Yeah, no question, but it's start amana. Jesus was all this, this was a, uh, they never borrowed, it was never a transaction of money. So again, Amar of Yudah Marav HaOmer Shtar Amana Huzeh Eno Neeman Now, we want to know who's making the claim here. Who's saying Shtar uh, Amana? It can be one of three people. It can be the Malveh, it can be the Loveh, or it can be the Witnesses. So the Gemara wants to know which one of the three parties over is claiming that the star is a star amana and there's no emanut. The kamar man, who said it? the kamar The lover is coming along and saying it was a star amana. Peshita, of course you're not going to believe him. Kol kimine. What do you mean? You have a star with witnesses on it. Of course, the Levin's going to come along and say, no, 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 there was never a transaction of it. Of course, he's not going to be believed, nigga, the star that has a deem that a sign on it. Which is, the, what is the deem saying? A deem sign a star, that means the transaction happened. So there's no way he's going to have a, uh, a ne'emanut. Good, so it cannot be the Levin. The Ela, the Kamar Malve. So you tell me, Mr. Malve, the lender? Let him be blessed. He's coming along and saying there was no transaction over here. Good for him, which means it's his disadvantage to say such a thing. Of course we'll believe him. So Gemara says, not an amigo, which means he's coming along and saying, I don't want any money. So I'm finished. Well, why shouldn't you believe him? So Gemara says, Oh, so who must be making such a claim that's a shtar amana? The witnesses. Oh, so Gemara analyzes. If already their validation came from a different place, so pshita de lo mehemne. For sure they're not going to be believed, because you don't have a serav hapesh asar, hapesh etir. And if they're the ones that are validating, why shouldn't they be believed? Which means they're coming along and saying, yes, we wrote the start. That's all said. But they're also saying what? It's only Ishtar Amara. So again, if they're the ones that are validating it, they're the ones that are able to give an interpretation what type of Ishtar is. So if you come in and say that it was validated by somebody else, so for sure they're not going to be believed. Why should they have a Manut? 
They don't have a sermon of a pesha son of pesha. And if they're the ones that validate, of course the news should be believed. So we want to understand what's the reason, why, and who is talking over here. In the case of Eshtan, Amanat, if there is no name, so Gabriel is going to offer three answers. And each answer, one answer is going to be the Loveh said it, Loveh said it, and Adim said it. And each answer will give a Hadush according to the cases. First answer is Rava. Amar Rava. Le'olam de Ka'amar Loveh. Oh, the case, the Hadush of here is where Loveh said it. Uh, the question we ask, how can the Loveh say it? They have their Shtar witnesses on it. And the uh, lender, sorry, the borrower comes along and says, now listen, it was only Amana. So the Gabbara says, Kedravuna, the Amaravuna, Amarav, Mude, Bishtar, Sheketavo, En Sarik, the Kayemo. Which means we learned earlier, according to Ravuna, that you have a Loveh. And the Loveh comes along as Mude. Yes, the Shtar over here, uh, I wrote. En Sarik, the Kayemo. Even though he comes along and says, I wrote it, but I paid it, we don't believe when he says, I paid it. Why don't we leave him and say I paid it? Because what is the Malveh holding the Shtar? But we say the Shtar is considered Mikuyam. Oh, so the Hadush over here is when the Loveh is coming along and saying Shtar Amana, he's not going to be in the Iman even with the Pesha Asad Peshetir, which means he's coming along and saying, yes, the Shtar is a Shtar. Because he's the, he's the Osir. And now he's coming along and saying, but it is a Amana. So therefore we don't believe in the Gebem, just like you don't believe uh, a Loveh. When he comes along and says, it's a star, but I paid it, so too you're not going to believe when he says, it's a star, but it's Amana. So therefore it's, it's, is, it's going like Ravuna, which is Ravuna said, is the not only by, it's a star, but Parati, that is not the Eman of the Parati, but it's also not the Eman to say, it's a star, but it's only a Amana. Why? For the same logic. Because uh, you're not going to write a star and leave it in the hands of the Malveh and uh, you're opening up yourself for, uh, for trouble. Yeah. So that's the first answer. That's going like Ravuna, that there's no Peshasa Peshetir over That's the Hindush. You can argue it's a Peshasa Peshetir. There's no Peshasa Peshetir. Just like what they say. It's not a forge, but I paid. We don't believe on the fact that he said I paid. So too when he says, it's not a uh, forge, but Tamana, uh, he does not name it. Second answer, So we said, Malveh, why shouldn't he be in the Iman? The Malveh is coming along and saying, the, the lender, hey listen, it's only an Amana, he don't owe me any money. Why should he be in the Iman? But what was the Gemara's deen? Enu ne Iman. Why? So the Gemara says, Hadush, Uchgon Shechav La'achayrin. The case is, by his testimony, he's being hav l'achirim. He's causing a, uh, a detriment to other people. How is he doing that over here? Which means like this. Let's say, let's say like this. Right. Let's say now, this uh, person uh, owes... Uh, the borrower owes the uh, lender money. Okay, so this note over here, the star now has a value. It has an ability to to get paid. Correct. So comes along now the malveh, and he's going to come along and say, uh, "Listen, uh, the malveh himself 
uh, owes money to somebody else. So he's going to come along and he'll tell the lover, listen, instead of paying uh, me, just go pay uh, pay the other guy. He's able to do that. Which means, uh, that's called the Shabuda of the Binatan, I think is what I was going to say. So now, this third guy is relying that what? He's gonna he's gonna get paid over it because they have a uh, the 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 star. So now what happens? The malveh comes along and says the star is is amana is worthless. So now you're affecting somebody else that wants to get paid based on this star, which means the the malveh is telling the malveh you owe me money. The money that you owe me don't don't pay me that money. Give it give it to that guy. Give it to C. Exactly. So now he sees uh, in a good position, sees the duty. Now all of a sudden, what does the Mavir come along and say? No, the start of his Amana. Amana now sees out his money. So therefore, a Mavir is not going to be believed to say Amana because by that testimony, he's not being a hero. We thought, hey, say good. Hey, don't pay me. I'm off to. We say, oh, what? Because now the C is waiting to get paid. And now what? So the is going to go to see. I'm not paying anything. The guy said it's amanat. I'm not going to pay anything. So therefore it's chovda ahirim. So since it's chovda ahirim, he has no ne'emanut. Now, where do you know this concept that if um, you have a case where the loveh owes the malveh, the malveh can come along and tell the loveh, instead of paying me, go give it to somebody else that I owe money. How, how do you know you can transfer debt? Like that. So the Gebarah says, we know that from an opinion of Rabbi Natan, the Rabbi Natan. But what did Rabbi Natan say? The Tanya, we have a brighter. Rabbi Natan Omer, Rabbi Natan says, Minayin lenoshe b'chavero maneh. Which means, the friend, A owes B money. Okay, so B is trying to get money out of A. V'chavero b'chavero. But C is trying to get money out of B. So how do we know How do we know that A can just pay C directly? Tamud, that's transitive. Tamud Lomar Asham Lo. Now, listen to this Dirasha and this Pasuk over here. We have a Pasuk story about a guy that let's say stole from his friend. And he swears, this is the Pasuk, he swears, I didn't steal. Okay? And then he comes along and says, no, 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 I'm sorry, I admit, I stole. So in that case, the law is, he has to pay principal, plus he has to pay homish. He has to add a fifth. And the Pasuk, who does he pay to? La'asher asham lo. Which simply means to the guy that he stole from. Now, since the Torah should have said, La'asher hayav lo, the guy is obligated to, but I didn't say, he said, La'asher asham lo. Now, asham can also mean principal. Pay to the one that the principal belongs to. Now, why would the Tulas use that lesson, the one that the principal belongs to, unless it's coming to allude that maybe you don't have to pay directly to the guy you stole from, but he's able to tell you, listen, the really this principal belongs to C. And therefore, La'asher asham lo. Pay it to C. So how do we know that uh, such a obligation is binding from the Torah's law? And Rabbi Natan was the one that uh, brought that out to light. And that's why this uh, triangle is called in Halakha, Shi'abuda the Rabbi Natan. 
Whatever he is, without it being a town, it's this uh, concept over here. Where he's able to come along and say to Balveh, don't pay me, go pay C. And therefore, that's the case over here. Why? We're not going to be the Balveh, because we're talking about over here where there was a Shabu taking place by somebody else. And therefore, by saying it's a Amanah, you're being Hav la Harini. You're affecting somebody else. And that's why that believes. So that's the second uh, answer. Third answer. Oh, you know what the case is talking about? The witnesses that signed to the start, they're coming along and saying, listen, we signed it, but it's a uh, amana. So the Gabbara says, well, what's the case? And the case is where they validated it. Also, they validated it. They should be the iman. Oh, that's what you asked. How come they're not believed? Kederav Kahana. Tamar of Kahana. Asur lo la'adam shiyashesh tar amana betoch beto. Mishum shneemar al tashken bo'alecha avla. Have a law. Don't keep such taro like this in your house. This is a, uh, a, a dangerous document. Even though you don't intend to get payment from it, but what's going to happen? Say the guy dies, the Malveh dies. Now his kids are going to their father's papers. They say, "Oh, there's a start over here." Now they're going to go to the Malveh. Hey, listen, we have a start. The guy Malveh is going to scream, "Hey, it's Amana!" Hey, what Amana? We have a start over here. This is on it. So therefore, the Alakha says, "According to Kana, never keep documents like this in your house." Oh, so this guy has a document like this in his house. So the Gemara says, "Amar Rav Sheshat Bered Rav Idi Shmach Minam Bedrav Kana." What do we learn from Rav Kana? Which means once already you're learning that such a start is an avla. Avla means like it's an iniquity. It's, a, it's, it's an injustice. It's a wrong thing. Because he's saying you're not to keep whoever person says you're not allowed to keep avla in your house. So this start avla is iniquity. It's, 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 it's a bad thing. So we have a klal. Witnesses are not going to put their name on Avla. They're not going to put their name on a star that you're not allowed to even uh, possess. So therefore, when the witnesses come along and say, listen, yeah, we signed the star, it's our name over there, but it's Amana, there's no Ni'manut. Why? Because this is like they're making themselves Nishayim. Because once already you're saying the star is an invalid, a guy that to have the star in his possession. So what? Witnesses are testifying here. We signed on a star. That's a star. That's making themselves the shaim. And we know witnesses are not neiman when they make themselves the shaim. So that's the reason why the adim are not neiman to say star amana. So basically, what we did is we answered three options. Who's saying amana? Love, malve, adim. Let's review the three options. One case can be the Love is coming along to say. We don't believe the Love. You know why? Because we're following Ravuna's principle. Ravuna's principle is a, a Love that admits that the star is valid, but comes along and says, I paid, is not the Iman. Why? Because why is the Malve holding the star? Similarly, a, a Love that comes along and says, No, the star is definitely a, a, a star. But you know what? It's Amana. Say, We don't believe you. What is the Malve holding? You're not going to let a Malve. Hold the shtar, amanan, and say that's a very dangerous thing to do. Not Iman. Second shot. Abayir. The Malveh said amana. 
Oh, the Malbisr Amana, beautiful. Like what the guy's saying, I'll get paid. Now, what he's doing is he's hurting somebody else. Because by invalidating the star, now see who's expecting to get paid with the star over here. It's a worthless document to him. You're not believed to say Amana when it's Chav La Harini. Third interpretation is the witnesses. Oh, so, if so if the witnesses, so we say a Pesha Asad, a Pesha Tin. They're coming from saying the star is a star, so they validated the star, a Pesha Asad. They said the star has validity, therefore they're coming to say Amana. No, because since such a star is considered an Avla, because the Pasuk says, Al Tashkinbu Alecha to have this in your possession. So when they come along and say what? It was an Amana, they're really saying what? We were the Sha'im. We signed on a, a docu- document that's a faulty document. They don't have any emanut for that. So therefore that's why the Aydim are not believed that without the Samana of a Pesha Asar, a Pesha Just for clarity, the uh, mechanics of the Shtar Amana, uh, it's written in the Shtar, in the event that you want to borrow uh, or lend, uh, borrow money from me, from today, Already I have a shi'bud on a lien on your properties. So already there's something happening uh, at that point, which means if you just write a document, the Shtar Amran says, uh, I'm lending you money today uh, at this and this time, and then you don't give them the document until a later time, until the loan actually happens, so this is called already a Shtar Mugdam. Not not to predate a, uh, a document. So therefore, this is not a predated because it was a predated document according to everybody. It's pasu. The case over here is that a guy writes, I'm gonna, but no money was transferred. But you say, in the event that I give you the money, the transaction is happening from today. So therefore, which means nafkamina, nafkamina. I write the start in January. All right. Uh, I lend so and so money, thousand dollars, January first. Uh, I'm on the holding the start. Okay, good. You never lent the money yet. Good. Now let's say February comes along and says, you know what? Let's uh, let's do it. Okay, it's the uh, thousand bucks. Now the uh, borrower doesn't pay money. He doesn't pay. So now the Malve is able to go after his uh, real estate, right? Let's say the Lové sold real estate between January and February. So the Malve is able to go to the people that he sold and say, I have a lien on that property. Even though the loan wasn't until February, but the Shtar Amana says already the liens are going to start from January. If you don't do that, if you dated January and you don't let the lien start until February, so that's already a predated document now. Because now it says January and the Shtar, he come along faulty and start claiming the real estate um, that wasn't around at the time of the transaction. So therefore, that's the way Shtar Amana works. So it's no money yet, but there is a lean already on the property, in the event that the money is going to be uh, uh, given out. We have another statement. Rabbi Yoshua says a person should not keep a document in his house, a star that was paid. Why? Because we don't want you to keep uh, iniquitous documents in the person's house. Why? Because it's dangerous. Somebody else will come along now and use the star to get it ready to take payment again. So this is not a proper thing. Once already you got payment on a, on a loan, rip it up. 
Don't leave it in the uh, person's house. So the Gemara says, "Bemaraba Rav Amri." In the West, that's the Edisus there. They said like this: "Im Avin Biyadecha Harchikehu." In the beginning of that pasuk of Al Tashken Ba'olecha Avla, it says in the pasuk in the beginning. Im avin If you have avin, if you have, let's say, falsehood, uh, something wrong in your hands, distance the wrong from your hands. pasim. This referred to two starot don't have in your house. One is a star amana, like we explained, because it's a dangerous thing. You, you, you never uh, 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 lent the money. And the star saying that you did. And therefore, somebody's going to take it one day, maybe, and uh, take payment. That's already avid. But there's another type of star. There's another star called a star pasim. What's a star pasim? Pasim comes to the shon piusim. A star of appeasement. It's like this. A guy needs to show that he's wealthy. He needs to show that he's a, a rich guy. So he comes along to his friend, or they trust each other, and he comes along and says like this, do me a favor, and I make a star that you owe me a million dollars. So I could show the banks, listen, uh, guys, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a rich guy, the guy owes me a million dollars. So now, this start perceives a dangerous start to keep in your house. Because you try to get right, no problem. Now so the guys come to me after, listen, by the way, you have that million dollars uh, that you owe me. So what are you talking about? This was a start perceived. So the Gebarah says, Do not keep a start perceived, a start perceived, a start of appeasement in your house as well. And what is the avlat, the end of the pasuk referring to? Zeshtar parua. So therefore, the first two starot are called avin, and then the last one, a parua, a page star already, was paid up in full, that's called a avla. So the uh, Tosafot explains that amana and pasim are called avin. Avin means it's totally shekir. However, avla is mashma, it was only something that became shaken. Which means because the Pasim and the Amana, they were false documents from the get-go. There, there, there was no money ever transferred. Mashi'ikin a start parua, the start of the time that it was written was a good start. It's just that it was paid up. So therefore it turned from Emet now to Avla. That's why the Pasuk refers to Dudamin. Distance yourself from Avin, and then Avtashken Bo'alecha. Others was including three different types of Shtarot. So comes the Gemara and says like this Man de Amar Shtar Parua, which was according to the opinion, which is really the opinion that the Mewishwa bin Levi said, that when it said Avla, it means a Shtar Parua you should not have in your house. And we'll see why. Will hold a star even though it was paid in full. You know why? Because he wants to wait until the lovet, till the borrower settles up with the scribe. 
which is like the, the, the lawyer's fees, which means you say, listen, I'm not ripping up the start until you, you settle all the, the fees that you owe. Listen, I had to pay uh, the software to write up the documents and stuff like that. So therefore, it is sometimes valid to hold the start. It was customary to hold the start in the, the Malvez possession until uh, all the bills are paid, until the, the payment of the software. So therefore, I, the one that says Amana doesn't necessarily say Parua. But if you say parua, then kol sheken amana. That's the two sides of the Gemara. Itmar, we have an Amoraic statement. Sefer she'eno muga. You have a sefer, let's say, Torah, Nevi'im, Kitturim, Tanakh in your house. And it's eno muga, which means it's not accurate, it's not corrected. You have to remember in the olden days, let's say they wrote like a safrut, and it was on parchment, and they wrote it like that. Even not like that, even in, even in printed the book, you can have this problem. Well, that's these mistakes in the book. So the halakha says you're not allowed to keep a book, Torah, book in your house that's inaccurate, that has mistakes. Haserot, yeterot, extra words. Why? You have 30 days to keep it in your house and make the corrections. Which means. Tashken is more like a permanent. It shouldn't dwell in your house. Dwelling is not considered until 30 days. Now, what's the logic why we don't have to have these books in the house? For an obvious reason. Because uh, people are going to come now and read these books. They're going to write from these books and they're going to make the uh, mistakes. And they're going to say, well, if it was in uh, this guy's house, it uh, must be, it's accurate. Therefore, it's going to come to mistakes. Therefore, when it comes to Sifrim, and not Mugaim, it's a suit to keep in the house. Yamara continues, Amar of Nachman. Edim Sha'amru Amana Hayu Devarenu En Ne'emanim Edim come along and say that we signed the Shtar, but it was a Shtar Amana, which means, again, that the Malvez holding the Shtar, but there was never a transaction. It was a Shtar of trust. Which means the Loveh trusted the Malveh that he's not going to come and uh, take payment. Modara Hayu Devarenu They come along and say we signed the Shtar, but it's a Shtar Moda'a. What is the star Moda'a? So that she says, Im star mecheru, ve amru edim atumim boam mocher masar moda'a befanenu, ver anu onso vikanubo. Which means sometimes a seller sells under duress. And therefore, they would have a sale, a star for the sale, but they would have a, a, another star called the star Moda'a that would say that uh, the sale was done under duress. So therefore they come along and say that we signed it. Watch, it's the same start. They come along and say we signed it, but it was a star moda'a, uh, which means we know that the guy, the seller, was doing it by force. So the Gemara says, in the imanim. They're not the iman in that case as well, Rashi says. Why? In the imanim. You cannot come along now verbally and undo what's already written in a shtar. That's the logic of Rav Nachman. So comes Gibran says, "More by Rav Ashe Amar, Amana Hayu Devarenu in Emanim." They come along and say the shtar was a shtar Amana. They're not Eman. Now let's just review again. Even though technically it's a pesha asad, a pesha etir. But because they're the ones that are being osir, saying that there, there was a signature, therefore there was a, a transaction. And then they're coming along and saying, 
that we're telling you was only Amana, so the Chavarati should be believed, because a Pesha said a Pesha Etir. So we said no, because over here, while the Malve is holding the Shtar, so that's already an indication over here that there was a, um, there was a transaction. Or we learned that since you're not supposed to have such a, tra- uh, a document in your possession, like we learned that says, Al Tashken Bu'alecha Avla, that you shouldn't have it. So therefore, uh, this, these Idim that are testifying such a thing, they're making themselves in a Sha'im. They're saying that they signed on a document that's an illegal document, because the Gemara says you're not supposed to keep it in your possession. So therefore, there is no Ne'emanut. Mm-hmm. Oh, but if they come along and say it was a Shtar Moda'a, which means the Shtar was a Shtar, but we know that the seller sold under duress, Ne'emanin. So the Gemara says they have a Ne'emanut. So the Gemara asks, What's the reason? What's the difference? So which means one is able to be written and one is not able to be written. The Shtar Amana, we said, is not supposed to be written because So therefore, it's not supposed to be written. So therefore, they're making themselves the Shaim when they're coming along and testifying that they signed the Shtar Amana. There's no issue to write a Shtar Amana. You're trying to save the Mokhel. Uh, Sometimes they, 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 they make themselves by force. So since it's able to be written, so we have a rule. So that's the difference between the Shtar Amana and the Shtar <laughs> so Rabba asks a question to Rabbi Nachman. Let's say the Adim come along and say, yeah, we signed the Shtar, but there was a condition in this transaction that was not written in the, uh, in the Shtar. And therefore this guy, let's say, who did not fulfill his uh, condition, and therefore the transaction is Batel. So are they believed to come along and add and say that there was a condition connected to the star? So comes again and says, Maybe I'll tell you that the reason why they're not believed by Amana and they're not believed by star of Moda'a because what they're doing by their testament, they're uprooting the star. They're saying the star that's over here is not a star. So the same thing when it comes to Tanai. It's a coming, it's an uprooting of the star. They're saying that this star over the way it's written is nothing. There's a condition attached to it. And therefore the star the way it is is, is, not, uh, is not accurate. Rashi. And a verbal testimony cannot come along. Or maybe I look at the Tanah as a separate testimony. What does it mean, separate testimony, Rashi? It's not considered uprooting the star. The star is emit, the transaction was a transaction. It was just a condition between them. Meaning it's a separate testimony outside of the star. The star is uprooted by default. They're not coming to testify on the star. The star is good. They're just saying they should know it was a tribe between them. Oh, now, but that, that, that day comes and the tribe wasn't met. Of course, the star is going to become batel. But could be we look at it as a separate uh, testimony. And therefore, it could be they have a ne'emanut. So, so he answered him, When people come to me in court case, Amrina knew I tell them, Zilu. Go fulfill the condition and then come to 
court. So what does it mean? Obviously he was telling him, we accept that the fact that the Edim are coming and saying there's a Tanai. Because the rabbi would say, go fulfill the condition. Even though there was no condition in the Tanai. But we believe the witnesses to come along and say there was Tanai. So therefore you look at it as a separate testimony. It's not coming to be okay the Shtar. If it was coming to be okay the Shtar, their pay, their verbal testimony cannot uproot a testimony that's written in the Shtar. Because we have, a, we have a, a, a general rule. Once already witnesses give a testimony, they cannot uproot their testimony. Uh, however, in this case, they're not uprooting their testimony. They're not the just start. It's coming along and saying, you should know that that's the that we wrote. We're giving you testimony that there was uh, a tonight between. So you see the answer the Gemara says, that they take the tonight seriously. Comes the Gemara and continues. <coughs> now we must point out that, in this case, so we have to say that the shtad is being mikuyam al pide edim. So they're the ones that are being osir. So if we have a pesha asar, which means I have a logic to come along and say it. They're the ones that are making the start, and they're the ones that are able to have a name and to also come along and say that there was a condition attached to the uh, to the start itself. No, stipulation was not written in the start at all. It's just solely on their uh, testimony. Comes the Gemara and says, Ed Omer Tenai, Ve'Ed Omer Eno Tenai. Oh, one witness comes along and says there was a condition. And one witness comes along and says there was no condition. So it's about looking amongst the witnesses themselves. So now the question is, what do you do? Which means the witnesses themselves are mekayim their their testimony. Because they're coming along and saying, "Listen, that's us. We're written in the star." So they were mekayim the star. But now there's just looking amongst the witnesses themselves. Was there a condition attached or not? One said, "Yeah." When I was standing there. I heard they make a condition. The other guy says, I didn't hear anything. So comes again when I say, Amara Papa, Tarvayu Bishtara Me'ilya Ka Misadeh. Which is, I say like this. Bottom line, both of them testify that the star is a valid star, and they signed in the star. Ve'ai Deka Amar Tenai. Now they're coming along and saying there was a condition that the mocher, the seller, put a condition, a verbal condition, so this guy over here who's saying there's a condition, he's one. Which means, I have a star. The star has two witnesses on it. So you're coming along now as one witness, and the star doesn't have any conditions attached. So you're coming as one witness to say that what? That this star over here that was Mikuyam has a trait, that's so it's two against, two against one. And therefore, we know that there's no imanut of one witness in the face of two witnesses. So therefore, what I want to say in the inception at least, the one uh, guy is not a man, there's no time. So the Gemara says, wait, if you're coming along and telling me that we look at the star as two witnesses, so if that's the case, which means you're coming along and separating, you're coming along and saying the star is the star, and then you have another testimony separate of the star on the Tanai, and the star has two witnesses, and the Tanai has one witness, so it's two separate testimonies, so therefore it's two against one, so the guy that says it's nice not believed, if that's the case, Afilu Tarvayu Nameh, even if both of them come along and say that there was a Tanai in the uh, star, right, they should not have a Ne'emanut, because once already they signed the star, so they have two witnesses signing on a star. And now you have to take two witnesses coming along and saying, but there was a tonight. Now we have a rule. Kevan Shegid, 
Shuv eno chazer umagid. He's just like you don't believe the one. Because you have a start of two, so you shouldn't believe the two. What they both come along and say it was it tonight. Because by the way, every, you cannot recant testimony. Once already you gave it, you signed. When you signed, you started it. There was no uh, tonight. Now you're coming along and saying what? No, there's new testimony. That this uh, star, that uh, you should know there was a uh, there was a time between. So just like it's two against one, it should be two against two. And uh, it's the same two witnesses. Therefore we have a rule of Kivan Shikit, That's the Gabbara's question. So the Gabbara says, oh, so they, oh, And why, according to Abn Nachman, did you say the Ne'eman? So the Gabbara answers, Ela. The testimony of Tanai is really attached to the star. It's not a separate testimony. It's all considered part of the start itself. And therefore, Amrinan, Hali ka'atu. Which means, these witnesses that are coming along to say what? They were mikayim the start, but they're coming along saying what? That there was a tenai attached. They're coming to mivatel that what? The kiyum uh, of the star. And therefore, this edut over here is being okay the start it's, it's, this uh, edut over here is not being okay the start itself it's coming to be mosif on the start which means we look at it like this when they're coming along and saying that edut that what the start is the start we signed it that's our signature so therefore they make in the start but there's no there's no try in the start so they're coming along you're being mosif they're not coming to go against the the it's not a separate testimony against the start they're coming on to say that in the start of the east, you know, there was also a, uh, uh, a, a, a tenai that was attached. Oh, so that's why we're going to come along and say, what? In that case, there should be a ne'emanut. So, so again, I read, Elamrinan, Hani Lemeikar Sadutayu Katur. Let's read that she. Ela. Look at that she first, um, first white line in that she. Ela. Al Korhach Lav Hatima Mikuyemetu the Kevan de Toke de Dibur Maske de Burayu since within Kede Dibur. They are uh, putting extra words. Vamrina, what are they saying? Aval Tenaya Benehem Amrina Hani Lemeikar Sadutai. Oh, we looked at it that they're really coming to retract. Their testimony. Which means we thought to say that what? That just like when they come along, they're not coming to the okay star itself. Like a amana or a uh, an ur that comes to uproot the start itself. It's saying the start is a worthless start. There was no uh, loan over here at all. And they're coming just to be mosif. We have to read this uh, again before we get to the halakha. Meaning again, starting from the matkif. Matkif la ravuna b'nei Rabbi Yoshua. If you're going to tell me that what? 
You get time when you have to, one witness comes along and says, Tenai. So you tell me what? That it's two against one. And therefore that one witness does not have a imanut, And the star is therefore mikuyam. And we don't consider that there was a Tenai over there. Oh, so therefore the Gabbana says, Afilu tervayu nami. Even when there's two witnesses that are coming along to say what? That there was a Tanai Baal Peh, they should not be Ni'iman. Because once already they wrote in the star that uh, there's two witnesses, there was no Tanai there, so that's two witnesses that say there's no Tanai. The same two witnesses are coming along to say there is a Tanai. So therefore, it's Kevan Shigid, Shuvenor Chazero Magid. So therefore, why did Abdachman say originally that they are Ni'iman? So the Kabbalah Gabbana says, you're right. Ela, we're not going to make a difference between the Idut of Kiyum or the Idut of. Tenai. Ella, we say like this, Amrinan, Hani lemi'ikar sadutayu ka'atu. That when the witnesses are coming along and saying, Betoch kededibur of their kiyum. That what? That there was a Tenai, they're really coming to uproot the actual start itself that they were mekayim. And therefore, their testimony that they made a kiyum ashtar, like it's written, without a tenai, they're coming along to say, no, that really there is a tenai that was uh, attached. And therefore, since that's not, a t- it's coming to Mumosif. They're not coming to uproot what they're saying. They said, but the dibur. And therefore, we'll come along and say, what? Since it's It's just coming to, to air onto the star. Because they didn't talk in the dibur. And they were saying, this is our signature. We're not finished yet. We're continuing the star. And we're saying, what? There was a tenai attached. Look, so they could come to Mosif. That's why they'll be have a ne'emanut. Oh, hi, name. This one witness also. What is he coming to do? To uproot his testimony. What's his testimony? He signed in the star. Signed in the star. There was no tenai there. But then he's coming to Mosif. You, you should know that uh, I, I'm the one witness that signed in the star. You have to know that what? It's, uh, there was a tenai attached. Oh, but in that case, only one witness. So this is, this is one witness, a one witness cannot uh, come along and uh, uh, uproot a, a, a star, because Barma is only one witness. She's in the case of two witnesses, both of them are coming along to say what? That what we said, we're coming to be more safe, that what? It was uh, tonight. So therefore they're able to, to have an imanut. Because they're saying, you're talking to the dibus, like a pesha asar, a pesha it's like they're coming to be more safe. But this one witness, the way I'm reading it over here, this one witness, is coming to approve his testimony. It's coming to be Mosif on his thing. He is believed to be Mosif on his thing. So now it comes out. You have one witness left on the star. You have one witness left on the star saying there was no try over here. Wow, so it comes out that when you have one witness that's left on the star, so now it's not going uh, two against uh, one anymore. It's just now one witness against one witness. And therefore, you cannot mevatel this one witness. And therefore, he's going to have to fulfill the tonight. We thought to say originally what? Yeah, it's two against one, and therefore, see you later. Now we're saying no. 
that really it's one against one. And therefore now we can come on the bottom line. You, you cannot tell my words. I'm telling you that there was a trial over here. So if he has to be recovered at the time, if he has an Eimanut. So he was falling off the original, uh, the original uh, 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 concept. And the Kibbutz was saying, just like Tua believed, so Tua was also going to be believed. There's no difference in the cases. So now the Kibbutz will cheta. Who does Alakha follow in these cases? Keravuna, Bered, Rabbi Yoshua. That what? He was the one that said the case of the Eidahad. That one witness comes along and says there was the Mekah, he's the Iman. And therefore he cannot take his uh, transaction until the Tanai is met. So if it comes out, there's no difference between two or one. Both have a Ne'emanut. Let's just be Misakim, all these halakhot that come out. Let's start, number one. Eram yikholim listor ole shirutat idutam shibishtar lahashnit keyem mashtar vechala idutam din idut gemura. Good. Witnesses, once already their testimony was accepted in the star, they're not able to come and recant their testimony. That's the law of Kevat Shegid, Shuv Eno Chozer Magid. Bet, Enam Yechodim Narshiyat Atzmam. Good, there's another general rule. En Adam Masim Etosmo Rashal. So what comes out of basically these two Klalim that we just gave? Number one. In Bet Din Kimu Tahatim Makom Achad. Let's see Bet Din from a different place established the validity of the star. נעשי <laughs> Star, so long as in the uprooting, they're not making themselves if they came along and said we did it because our life was threatened, so therefore there is a Ne'emanut. When we saw that we were minors. Or Kirobim, or we were relatives, that's not, ma- no, that's not making themselves uh, the Sha'im. The Emanim. They have an Emanim. And they started being, being Batel. Like that case, not uh, making themselves uh, the Sha'im. The, the seller should have, should have known this. What, what the okay, but bottom line, their testimony over here, since it's not making themselves the Sha'im, they offered it. Now, Imamru Shashtaru Shtar Amana. So the Alakha we're saying over here, all that say it's a Shtar Moda'a. Why? For a few reasons over here. Because first of all, the modeh that they're saying the star was written kilchato, and once the star is written kilchato, so we say, then why would they be malveh being holding such a star? See, the fact that the malveh is holding such a star is an indication that what that there was indeed a transaction. And further, it's en adam masimut asmol because these starot over here are considered at tashkin mu'alecha avlayin, are supposed to have them in your possession. So they're testifying that they signed on a star that is illegal, and therefore they have no ne'emanut. Lastly, im amru tenai ba'al peh. They come along, they mekayim the star. But they come along and say, oh, you should know there was a uh, condition attached to the star, ne'emanim. Because they're not being soter, their original testimony in the Maskarat Gemara, they're coming to be mosif. On their testimony, and therefore, Pesasar Pesetir. The same mouth that was also said, that there was a transaction over there, they're able to come along and say, but uh, there was a, a condition. Now, Bechol Mikre, 
שהעדים נאמנים להעיד עדות הפרוסת השטר, או המגבלת כוח עליהם להעיד עדות זה תוך כדי דיבור של עדות הקיום. פיין. All these cases where they have a נאמנות has to be תוך כדי דיבור. They have to say it right then and there. After they מקיים the story, they have to come and add the test of what they say right after. ברוך הדבר לעולם. אמן ואמן.